wig. It's hot local singles. Welcome to Hot Local Singles. Hot Local Singles, we're enunciating. Hi, listener. Hi, Juan. Bonjour. Salut. Hola. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Juan's live from Montreal. I'm live from <laughs> Toronto. But we're traveling this episode. I want us to go on a trip to Europe. Oh, well. Fast forward. Just you wait. <laughs> Yeah, like flash forward to the rest of the season. <laughs> yep, listener, the the rumors are true. We're back with another Eurovision episode because people just couldn't stop begging for another one. There's right, people one? knocking at my door, being like, please, 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 Eurovision. Eurovision. Knocking at the door of my Hummer, yeah. just <laughs> begging for us to play some euro bops for them euro bangers we do have the technology we have the technology we're playing the songs for you we're gonna all listen at the same time and we're gonna go over the most highly predicted songs of eurovision group two isn't that right we're the the ones that have the most chance to make it to the final which will happen on may insert date because i don't know it by heart yeah i think 22nd soon relatively but before that we have breaking news coming from the UK famously European country kind of not really they're trying to like get away from the European identity they would love to not be European wouldn't they, would they? Yeah. That, yeah so let's talk a little mix let's first mm-hmm. <laughs> Juan nodded like so angelically <laughs> hands kind of clasped just like really I'm praying playing to, along <laughs> I'm praying to the gods of mix So you may remember Jessie Nelson of Little Mix. She's belegged it, <laughs> if that helps. She's the one who was asked to do a Jamaican accent in an interview and... And she's late in. Obliged. <laughs> yeah. She's late the hell out of a Jamaican accent. In fact, she invented a whole new J- Jamaican dialect. She said belegged it, and um, the earth mm-hmm. kind of split into two in that moment. Belegged <laughs> Literally. The tectonic plates. If you trace the recent history, it was after that, that like Trump got elected, that Brexit happened, that <laughs> the pandemic hit. <laughs> the division. Yeah. So yeah, Jesse, what's her last name? Not Belecta, Jesse Nelson. She did her first interview <laughs> after leaving Little Mix. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, I didn't really know this, but she was apparently always known as the big girl in it. The body yeah. positive one, the brave the body one. Positive. <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the plus size thing. So, I didn't know that. I did notice. We, yeah, okay, Juan <laughs> noticed. Juan <laughs> noticed. I didn't. Um, I don't see that type of thing. Oh, But yeah. You didn't see size. One thing we do know is that the British tabloids are fucking vicious. Yeah, we know that. So, she left the group for mental health reasons. And here is what she said. I didn't know that I could be this happy. I thought when I was cool. in the group that it was just normal to feel that way. And because I'd felt like that for 10 years, wow, Little Mix being 10 years old, crazy. Crazy, that's the biggest tip. I just thought, this is life. Now I don't wake up with anxiety, thinking I've got to do a music video today, I've got to starve myself, or I've got to go on an extreme diet so I can look like the other three. That was consuming me. Hmm. Well, she should work with Adele then. Oh, no, not anymore, actually. No. <laughs> Sorry. Adele got... um. Got skinny fight. Got a little mix pilled, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's on a little mix diet. I feel bad for Jesse <laughs> Jesse Belegde because I do I do think that like 
being constantly compared to i'm sure that like in real life jesse felt like this a normal like sized person you know what i mean like she's not like yes. you didn't even know it is really for you it wasn't even like a thing like she's not like so being constantly compared to girls that are like mad skinny yeah after 10 years you probably don't need that and i honestly i think it's the right call because i like little mix but i don't see it going anywhere bigger than it is already right so you might as well just start your own thing why not little mix is so regional it's true yeah yeah it's so regional literally not a ton of growth there um and it's been 10 years like at this point you gotta give it like i mean don't give it up because they're making money but they're not gonna make it in the u.s or anything like that oh my god it sucks to compare yourself with your friends though yeah that's dark to me that's dark-sided so we're glad she left she also said um in the last music video they did together sweet melody which actually i know how that song goes and it's super fucking annoying but she (laughs) said that was the breaking point for her she had been in lockdown she had put on a bit of weight and then they said they have to do a music video and she panicked and like binge dieted or flash dieted whatever i said the wrong word a juice cleanse probably exactly yeah she like wasn't eating fully Hmm. and on the day of the video she had a panic attack she says and there's a scene in the video where she's not there because she was subbing in her dressing room so that's not a video i've personally seen or will be watching (laughs) but someone listening is like wow that's true there is a there is a scene where she's not there but yeah jesse we love you (laughs) jesse we love you she's she's kind of like the ali brooke of of little mix Okay. It doesn't, <laughs> as in the most iconic. Um, agreeing, agreeing. It doesn't help that she did Belegda, though. I feel like that really also made yeah. her more of the butt of the joke. A target, for yeah. sure. That video is crazy. And there's something, I mean, I'm being, I'm going to be really mean for a second, but there's something about the video, the way that she like tilts her head, and her head is very round by nature. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole moment really like was like. In my brain, like in everyone's brain. <laughs> like of her saying Belegda, she tilts yeah. her head. Yeah. So I feel like that doesn't help. Because at the end of the day, she's a serious musician. She probably has a good voice. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm looking forward to her like EDM career or whatever. <laughs> I wonder what she'll do. That's a good question. Like, is she going to do EDM? Ballads? I don't know. Some nice piano house for UK radio. <laughs> Much? I don't know many little mix songs, but I do know Power. And in that song, she has like a, a more like a rap e verse than the rest of the What? Uh, I yeah. can't believe you know that about her. I can't believe <laughs> no. you can distinguish the members. <laughs> I, all I know is um, Touch. I don't know that one. Just actually. a touch of your love oh. is enough to make dot, dot, dot. Me come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe that's the lyric. Okay, songwriter, Julia Michaels on the line. <laughs> If, if only Julia Michaels said that, she'd be more relevant if she wrote that about coming. <laughs> like full cupcake. The Alicia Cara of the pod. Sorry, what? The Alicia Cara of the pod. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the joke didn't land the way I thought it would. So I did hear correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, God. We got more UK news, believe it or not. Wait, before that, Little Mix released a music video with um, with drag queens in it, and they're dressed up as boys. The three, the three remaining girls. Oh, yeah, drag kings. They're drag kings, and they have drag queens such as Bimini Bambulash and Taze and Ahura. It's got to be good for the streams, no? Yeah, I believe that's why they did it. Yeah, Saweetie's in it too. Oh no way! Yeah. 
Random. Because they lost Jesse was the rapper of the group, so they lost her. So they brought in Sweetie. <laughs> huh. That could work. <laughs> Sweetie joined Little Mix. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um speaking of music, mm-hmm. welcome to the music podcast. Mm-hmm. Um the-, the Spice Girls are filming or at least are in the process of creating a sequel to Spice World, which I actually watched last week. Mm. And let me tell you, needless to say, it holds the fuck up. I watched it right pre-pandemic, if I remember correctly, and it slayed me. It really, really holds up. Because that was your first time watching, am I right? I think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because, I mean, I can't imagine watching that for the first time. I'm actually jealous, to be honest. (laughs) It's a skit-based movie, basically, but for me, the end really shines where they're, like, racing to the concert venue, and they, like, they're pulling these stunts, and there's, like, a bomb on the bus, and, you know, all this, all these dramatics. It's very camp. It's very camp. It is, in fact, looking camp in the eye. And they really lean into this, like, ridiculous British humor that really works, because it is very skit-based. Tons of cameos. And they, like, play up all the, like stereotypes about each one like posh there's jokes about how she takes a long long time dressing up or whatever yeah it's very cute so at the moment the spice girls are still without victoria oh is she gonna be in the movie we don't know mel c said at the beginning of the year that she's victoria is coming around to the idea of being in the spice girls again because if you remember the last time they got back together was a tour in 2019 and before that obviously the olympics in 2012 was Victoria there for that? No, right? She was for the Olympics, I'm pretty sure. And I know Victoria did do one of their reunion tours earlier in the 2000s. Okay. Because that was their second reunion tour. So I get why she wouldn't want to do that. Like She comes around when it's important, yeah. I would argue a sequel to Spice World is important enough for her to come back. Crucial. I think she would do it because it's like, really filming filming a movie takes like a month, I feel like. Right. So I feel like she could easily just do that. I really hope mm. she does. I hope they bring back Richard E. Grant. I hope they bring back Alan Cumming. I bet they're going to use David Beckham. Yeah, into it. Sure, why not? <laughs> Eddie Murphy? No, that's rude. What? Eddie Murphy has a kid with Mel B. Okay, I didn't know that. But he never like um, gave money to the kid or something like that. I forget. That's crazy. Also, watching Spice World made me realize how Mel C carried the group vocally 100 percent. she was the singer she was the performer i didn't realize she can hold a note basically <laughs> victoria beckham literally can't sing but we all know that literally yeah i mean like baby can't really either emma no. bunton but i do like her solo works <laughs> like what <laughs> such as a great song called maybe look it up you're probably the only person who knows this not true there are uk listeners who know exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about Maybe the Europeans know. Okay, okay. Actually, Maybe by Emma Bunton is not on American Spotify. That's probably I don't know it. So that's fucking annoying. There's also a song called Cricket Sing for Santa Maria. I, th- I mean, it's okay. a cover, but she she slays it. <laughs> so she can Sorry. Sing. Sorry, she slays it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess she can, yeah. I guess Sorry. I'm being... You know who slays it? Jerry Hollowell with her song Mi Chico Latino. Yeah, great. Yeah, very diverse. Raining Man is fine, but that one's better. Yeah, well, yeah, Raining Man is just like a cover. But every UK group has to do a cover. Every UK new act has yeah. to do a cover. It's like a law there. And then I don't think Mel B did any solo music that I know of. Mel C should have, but I don't know. Mel C just Wrong. doesn't have the charisma. 
Okay, Melcy definitely did. Melcy did Never Be Alone Again, an absolute classic. How do you classic. know all of this? What the fuck? You are so British at heart. It's hard to say, hard to say. No, but Melcy's solo song is great. I mean, I'm sure there's more than one, but Never Be Alone Again <laughs> is literally a good song. Her song alone, yes. Yeah, her song discography. <laughs> Versus, uh, whereas Posh does, I don't think she tried it all right by herself. Oh my God, I can't believe you keep getting this wrong. Victoria Beckham has great singles. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. So they all Not try. such an innocent girl goes off. She okay. cannot sing, but it does go off. Okay. So my takeaway is that they all did try at some point to do solo. They all did try. You might be right about Mel B, though. That's not ringing a bell. Scary Spice is not ringing a bell with mm. a solo thing. But, you know, you know she did. Like, they all did. Yeah. I mean, if Posh did, they all had to try at least. Oh, yeah. She has one called For Once in My Life. It sounds like a cover to me. Yeah, that's a, that's a song. That's a famous song. It's a known song. <laughs> it's a registered song in the RCAA or whatever. No, she had a she had a full album with um Cisco. Cisco, okay. The thong song. She has music. We should probably listen to that at some point. The thong song song song. She was in Rent, you know, whatever. No oh, true. I mean, these women, they stay booked, even though they don't have like music careers. They all have like little bookings here and there. Yeah, totally. That's something I actually feel like. Maybe this is the wrong impression, but I feel like British celebrities, even after you're washed up, you still book things, you know, little talk shows here and there. Totally. Never quite discarded. Yeah. Mm. There's always a show. There's always a, I'm a celebrity, get me out exactly. of here. There's always <laughs> a voiceover gig. Red carpet gig. Definitely. So fun. Whereas here, we just discard. By here, I mean Canada and America. We just Mostly discard America, yeah. celebrities after they turn 40. Totally, yeah. The UK is much more open to older faces mm. and like unique faces on TV, you know? Unique is right, yeah. Unique. <laughs> As opposed to like that LA influencer face that everyone exactly, has yeah. on like The Bachelor and whatever. And like every Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah. The circle is full of unique faces, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The circle is originally a UK show before Netflix produced it in America. Right. Um, yeah. So that's exciting, though. I'll be watching. Spice World 2. I'll go back to the movie theater for it. Hopefully next year, because next year is their 25th anniversary. Mm. But yeah, that's um that's the UK. We can now move on to Europe. <laughs> uh, Europe as a whole, as an mm. entity, in Eurovision, which is May 22nd. Now, we did Group 1, mm. the highlights of Group 1, in late March, I believe, but let's get into group two. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so first we're doing three locks. Yeah. Which, um, if you remember from last time, the countries that get to compete no matter what. Kind of the super league of Eurovision. Mm. Do you want to explain more? They essentially, it's five countries that pay the most, essentially fund the whole contest. So that's France, Spain, the UK, Germany, and Italy. Mm-hmm. And then there's a sixth block, which is the host, which is the country that won the last year. That's Netherlands this year. But right. semifinal two has France, Spain, and the UK as the locks. So let's start with France. Um Barbara Pravi with a voila. 
Voila, yeah, go on. Oh, it's France. I don't know if I said that. Oh, yeah. I mean, voila. I mean, and then, like, based on the beret (laughs) and just the Frenchness of it. People love it, though. It's, like, predicted to do pretty well from what I saw. Like, it has moments, I guess, but it's just so aggressive when she screams voila at me. Her, like, with her, like, Amelie-ass look. Her, like, beret. Clearly classy, you know, by, like, a French kind of old-timey standard. But it's not a bop, so... It's not a bop. It's also, honestly, I feel like a a bit too, like, caricature of what French... It's like if Emily in Paris had written the song thinking with her, like, stereotypes of what French life is like. Amelie in Paris. (laughs) Amelie in Paris, exactly. She literally looks like Amelie in her fucking beret and then like the video listener go watch it it's like after you listen to this podcast the video is like <laughs> interpretive dancing and it's just like so corny i do like all the moments where she's just like looking at the screen and not lip syncing yeah. that is actually classy that is very classy she definitely brought the class to Eurovision more than anyone else well yeah it's not supposed to be classy whatsoever i mean exactly yeah she forgot the assignment the assignment wasn't to be classy I don't know. This gave me Rosalia vibes a bit with the with the vocals. Oh yeah, Maybe yeah. I'm just being reductive. Yeah, right. No, I totally hear that. And I mean, I'm, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was. Yeah, literally. <laughs> she needs to do some like finger snapping to make it more. I guess that's Spain. You won't be blasting this in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get. I, I get hate crime. They hate the French here. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Spain. Another lock. Another lock. By the way, that song had 1.5 million views on YouTube. This one has just under 700,000 views. Oh, flop. Bit of a flop, to be honest, yeah. No. Spain, read the title. <laughs> Why me? Don't single me out. I don't know. I just, I just have a hunch you might be able to say it better than me. It's, a, it's Voy a Quedarme, which means I'm going to stay. By Blas Canto. Make it stop. This is a bit of a mess. He's, do you think he's hot? Mm, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> the same, I mean, he's not not hot, I guess, but he's a bit ridiculous. The song sucks. It really sucks. He's wearing really like really like thick, it. expensive looking clothing. Totally. He's in cost. It's very cost, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. He looks gay to me, but I think he's straight. Um, very much that like look. It might be the pants. I looked it up and the song is about... This is really sad, so I shouldn't laugh. It's about his dad passing away, and then he recorded it when his grandma was dying from COVID. Jesus. So it's the first, like, COVID song of the year. Like, explicitly COVID. Oh my god, no wonder it has no views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no one wants that right now, I guess. No one really wants, like, a a sad ballad. Because even the French one that people like is not really sad, it's just more, more like, intense. Male emotion. Male emotion is always so corny. I hate to see it, yeah. It's a flop <laughs> for me, for sure. He yells a bit too much. Have you ever heard of a singer called Eros Ramosotti? I have not. He's like an Italian like balladeer for moms. And this just gives me the same vibes, like the vocal stylings. Right. Just like for moms, I feel like. It's like deeply middle of the road, yeah. I'm closing the tab yeah. on it. Thank you, Spain. <laughs> This one's gonna flop. I mean, it's locked, but I can't. I can't with it. I really hate it. It's so unfair. There are locks when they're this bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the trend continues with the third lock of Eurovision Group Two. It's the United Kingdom. 
James Newman with the song. Can you pronounce this one? Embers. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, it's going there. So we're looking at like a kind of rag and bone man type, type fellow. <laughs> rag and bone. He's like straight Sam Smith. I'm just saying that because he's fat. <laughs> and there's saxophone or trumpet. I always get those confused. Bisexual lighting. It's looking dated. It's sounding dated. Yeah, it's just um, kind of cheap piano house, isn't it? <laughs> this is really bad. It's bad. The little horns are like so corny to me. Ew, light up the room. Does not sound like anything from this decade. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like aged. Of all the countries in Europe, we know the UK can do better. I know. That's what's so shocking. We're familiar enough with the scene to know that there's better music in the UK. This song reminds me of like when you're watching a Netflix show and there's like a B-roll scene in between two scenes, like <laughs> Sailing Sunset. Kind of those like generic vibes. Oh my God, yes. Like aerial yeah. shots. Yeah, exactly. Sped up yeah. traffic. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Out of the embers. And then like a, a pan shot of like a part, a fake party that was staged by Netflix to make it seem like. Funny you associate that with Netflix and not Bravo. Yeah, I guess because I think the Netflix music is worse than the Bravo one, shockingly. Hmm. So it really stuck out with me. That is saying a lot. Sailing Sunset specifically is like, oh my God, the B-roll music is so bad. It's so, so bad. Ugh. So elementary is like, I guess it's just got out of the ashes. We'll light again. Flame. We'll live flame. again. Yeah, exactly. It's just another COVID euphemism or whatever. Yeah, I guess it is a COVID song. That has just over a million views. Um, well, that's, that's pretty shocking. but Many of them do. I mean, it's just... It's yeah, just, people, um, just people who live there checking it out pretty much. Like, it's <laughs> it's not a big deal to have a million views at this point, I would say. Yeah. Also, there's like, what, like 80 million British people yeah. in the country? <laughs> you should have 80 million views, if anything. So you made a list of the highly predicted yes. betting houses, the, the stuff the betting houses betted on. Mm-hmm. I do feel like I'm speaking English for the first time today. <laughs> Out of the embers. Out of the embers, you learned how to speak English. <laughs> Let's do Switzerland next. This was your highest predicted. Yeah, was, well, the website that I checked it was the highest predicted. Uh-huh. What's the view with the view count on this? 2.5 million. Oh, shit. That's a lot. People are loving this. To L'Univers by Guillaume's Tears. That's just another ballad. Why does this keep happening to us? I know. It was, it was like the ballad group, I guess. The video is a car accident listener. And, oh, whoa, now we're back in, we're in space. I guess it is about the universe. Two universe, I mean, the entire universe. It's better male vocals than most we've heard so far, I would say. I would say this is probably one of the better ballads, just because it does feel a bit more unique. Like the melodies are not just like generic, yeah. He's hitting those notes. I see the appeal. I see why people would like it, but it's like not my cup of tea, obviously. It's just all of these like Eurovision ballads, they 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 make it so like soaring. And I guess they need that, right? They need a moment where like the live audience is gonna like stand up or like start crying. And right. it's so that it's just so like whoosh and big and like and that is corny. That to me is always ends up being corny. It's like um Olivia Rodrigo driver's license, you know? It's just like not hmm. cool. But it's it's Eurovision, so good comparison, yeah. Yeah. Even the ballads are flashy. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's in French because I guess people in Switzerland speak French. <laughs> it's a history lesson here in Toronto. Good to know. Yeah, geography. Geography. Yeah. They speak French and like Italian and German. It's a lot of languages. This is for one little country. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Switzerland. Honestly, the first one I've liked at all on in group two. Yeah, it's like well made, right? Like it's not. It's it's not our favorite song, but it's like I appreciate whoever the craftsmanship of this song. I guess. Yeah. Okay, should we move on? Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is Googling how to pronounce it. <laughs> oh my God, that doesn't even help. <laughs> Iceland, Bjork, 10 years. It's Dadio. So the name of the song is 10 years. Yeah, the name of the song is 10 years. It's for Iceland. Wow. Um... He's tall. First impression, he's tall. Yeah, he is tall. Yeah. Very Icelandic. I feel like Nordic people are tall. Does Iceland come as a Nordic country? I don't know. Pretty up there. Yeah, it's up there. But it's, an, but it's an island, so maybe it doesn't. I feel like I should like it more than I do, but I don't. It's cute. It's like the whole package is really what I'm not liking. Exactly. I think the main issue here is not even the song. I think the song is pretty good and could pass as like a real radio song. <laughs> not that Eurovision isn't real, but <laughs> the packaging of this song is what's a what's the issue? They're like aesthetic. Yeah, they're like really awkward, nerdy dancing that they're doing. They probably think it's cute, but it looks pathetic to me. It's a bit twee. I don't even know if it could be on the radio. It is a bit um, yeah. like Zoe de Chanel core almost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like 2010 tweeness. No, it's that's very that. It's a bit, yeah, it's like a decade late. Yeah, but mixed with like like music references from 2020, like all this disco revival. Well, I guess disco revival was always around, but... it's kind of, It reminds me of like Devo or whatever. You know, I remember Devo. <laughs> it's like Electro. No, I don't. Maybe it's the matching outfits, but like, you know, the, the guys who did Whip It. Oh, that. I wasn't alive for that, sorry, I'm too young. Well, me neither, but it's giving me that more than disco. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get that. Like, But sound-wise, I've just thought of like disco, but I guess, yeah. The vibes are off. The, this is a problem. It has an issue of vibes. The song is whatever. It has an issue of vibes, yeah. It's just like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened. It doesn't feel good. It's not no. right. That was Iceland. Let's do Bulgaria next. Bulgaria. I can't say I know much about this country. I don't either. It exists. I'm pretty sure I've been in a remote Bulgarian airport, though. Oh, really? Why? It was like on the way to... Um, You've been in Bulgarian soil? That's crazy. And I actually saw a hot guy. I remember texting the group chat that there was a hottie crazy. at the Bulgarian airport. That's very much... Um, It's like Central Eastern Europe, so it's probably the like Czech hunter aesthetic, the boys. Right. Thing. Yeah. I mean, there's like no one there but me and this guy and like a couple of families. It was a very small airport. You should have sucked and fucked. Mr. <laughs> so from Bulgaria, we have Victoria in all caps to really okay. announce that she's here on the European <laughs> stage. The song's called Growing Up is Getting Old. Okay, clever, clever title. I'll give her that. T. Just over half a million views. Not great, but. Whoa, that's really bad. Okay. Come with the curly hair, mama. Yeah, yeah. Huge hair. <laughs> Huge. That's a wig. That's a wig, mama. Clearly a wig. Um, oh, a teddy. Very much an apples and bananas ballad, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? It's like 
Kind of Billy Eilish, but not really. Kind of, yeah. Super childish, like in a childhood room. I think a teddy bear just got up and ran away. <laughs> I can stop looking at this wig. That was pretty basic. I do wonder why everyone went with ballads. I guess a lot of these songs were written during 2020, like peak pandemic. And I guess maybe some people felt it would be insensitive to do something too happy, but I don't know. There's just too many middling ballads so far. That's a good point, yeah. Maybe it was a tone issue. Yeah. It's too bad, though, because the ones that are upbeat really do stand out. They really just Like, literally, like, the only reason we gave Iceland the chance is because it was upbeat after, like, a sea of ballads. We have more upbeat next, though, from Finland. This is upbeat, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. This one really stuck with me when I was going through all of them. Same. So this one was just under 2 million views, one of the higher numbers on YouTube we've seen so far. Dark Side by Blind Channel. And it sounds like this. My ears, my ears, oh my god. (laughs) Ah, How could this not stick with you? Like, literally, yeah, yeah. After, like, so many ballads and, like... What does it give you, like, um... The chorus gives me Limp Biscuit, and the verses give me Linkin Park. Linkin Park, I hear it too. Or even like yeah. Evanescence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's emo. It's fully emo. <laughs> yeah, it's fully emo. Again, Europe comes with like dated references, but hey, maybe they're bringing them back. Maybe it's a revival that we haven't gotten here yet. I think Finland's known for being into heavy metal now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah. That's what I thought too. It's like, this is metal. And like, I know the Nordic countries love like racist metal, but this is more like Linkin Park than anything. Yeah, it is distinctly a 2000s throwback, in my opinion. Aesthetically, it's so corny. It's like men in their 30s doing emo. Yeah. Yeah. This set is amazing, actually. It reminds (laughs) me of Legendary Season 2. You're being mesmerized by the light design. This is what they want. Well, always. That's that's how I operate, actually. True. And like the motion graphics of it all. You're forgetting about the fact that the song is atrocious. I guess. No, come on. I it's, really hate I it. mean, you already said it. It's one of the most memorable we've heard. Yeah, yeah. I but think um, that bodes well. I think it's like a, like a parody of satanic metal, but in a bad way. Right. That's just emo. It's not satanic. It's just emo. But like the aesthetic, because the aesthetic is an emo. You know, they don't have like a scene hair. They have like metal hair. But they do have eyeliner. Guyliner. Guyliner, yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, his hand says join. Join what? Great question. Satanism, see? Satanism, yeah, you're right. I think he just confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. It's It's not even like, I actually respect satanic cults a lot because I feel like it's a vibe. Not my vibe, but it's a vibe. But these people are like pilfering the vibe. It looks so disgusting. I hate the wig. Oh my god, you're being so hard on <laughs> Blind Channel. <laughs> what did they do to you? Can you read some of the lyrics out loud? Okay, yeah, please. Yeah. Don't waste your prayers, they can't save you. Lifestyles of the sick and dangerous. Put your middle fingers up, take a shot, throw it up, and don't stop. I'm, I'm, I'm living that life on the dark side. Like the 27 Club headshot. Wow. So they're really pulling in all the pop culture references for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, That's why I wrote that down, because it's like they really are just like looking for like the easiest references to show that they're like tough and like alt. Like, do people, are people going to like this shit? Yeah, the dad rockers. 
Well, thank you, Finland. Thank you, Blank Channel. Yeah. <laughs> Few more for you, listener.、Um, countries you should pay attention to. San Marino next. <laughs> This song's called Adrenalina,、mm. an artist named Senhit, featuring、mm. an artist named Florida, who you may be familiar with. I have a.、Hunch. Wait, is it actually featuring Florida? Yeah,、uh, yeah, it is. I don't recall seeing him in the video though. Wait. This wig, Sia, Sia wig. There he is. Oh, there he is. Is he from San Marino? I guess. <laughs> from San Marino. Yeah, I have a feeling he's not. <laughs> In fact, he's probably from Florida. So this video is colorful as hell. It's um. Yeah. To me, it's like really a typical Eurovision bop. Totally.、Uh, kind of doesn't stand out. It is. It is not a ballad. So we'll give her that. For once. This is a bit all over the place. Yeah, I don't get like the sort of like Middle Eastern sound with like hip hop. I guess almost like a reggaeton, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wonder what language you speak in San Marino. Is it Spanish? Because why is it called Adrenalina? I know nothing about San Marino. I know it's very tiny. There's literally so much to learn in this world. I know they speak Italian. That's probably this. It's probably the same.、Um, Adrenalina is probably also Adrenalina in Italian. Okay. Yeah. The most serene Republic of San Marino is the official name. That is so hot. I know it actually is really hot. Literally, it's an emo band name. <laughs> I wish the song was a bit more serene than what I was just given. I mean, I like it's fine. It's not the worst, but it just doesn't really like. There's no hooks really. It's too, too Eurovisiony. Yeah. To stand out in Eurovision, you have to be like yes, Eurovision, but have like a twist to it because otherwise, you, it's just a, literally like forty songs. Here's the twist. Flow right now. I know, but literally, that's probably like what they—that's probably what they said in like the focus group or something. But I don't know. It's a great kind of visual on the idea that every Eurovision song is ten years old. We have to. We have to start from that assumption that every Eurovision song was written ten years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Next, we got Greece, the land of democracy. Stefania with a song called "Last Dance." I love that name, Stefania. So the song is a ballad for the first two minutes, and then drops into what we're hearing right now, which is a moment. It'll be a moment live for people who haven't even heard it. You know, that's true. I kind of like. Okay, you know how Iceland was, the vibes were off. I feel like Stefania has the right vibes. Just like she really gives me like a, a shell of a pop star. I can see how like a bunch of record producer people like just crafted all this without any input from Stefania personally. <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. It's like really smooth-brained. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stefania just showed up to the studio. The song was already written. The like visuals were already thought out. She just had to like record. Yeah. She's like in heaven or something. Yeah. It, I wrote down that the music video gave me like corny Game of Thrones vibes. I'm also getting like、um, never-ending story a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> But gay. She. She's looking at camp right in the well, maybe not right in the eye, but maybe around the eyebrow. Yeah, she's a bit camp. She's looking at camp at the bridge of the nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I have a lot of hope for her future. I don't think she's going to win Eurovision, but she might become like a, a European pop star. So we stand, Stefania. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> you so, got this, girl. We're like assholes, but no, it's true. We love her. Next, Moldova. This one also really stood out. Natalia Gordienko with a song called "Sugar." Okay, Slater. <laughs> <laughs> She is serving Slater a bit. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> this is funny. This is very Eurovision. I hate this dress. I feel like everyone's worn this ruffle dress in the past two years. It's time to retire it. Jamila Jamil is always wearing some like ugly tool dress on Legendary. Exactly. Yeah, she loves that shit. It's like a statement dress for people who don't know about fashion. Period. Period, Mama. I don't know why I'm saying Mama so much today. Mama. It's Mother's Day weekend, that's why. But oh my God, like, I just hate, I hate the beat. Definitely an expensive video. Yeah, it, the, the video reminded me of um, California Girls by Katy Perry. Yeah. Just like, I guess the confections and the pastries. This is like five songs in one. The first minute, it's like literally three different songs and the transition in between the different things is so rough. Right. It's one of those songs that is really not very well made. Like if we were saying, I forget what country we were saying that it's well made, but the vibes are off. This is like just not well made. On the other hand, it does remind me of K-pop. Yeah, actually. Yeah, you're right. There's something like timeless about um, how generic it sounds and how yeah. bright the video is, you know, how absurd it is. Like at the end, Dorit takes a bite out of the guy's face. <laughs> Dorit? Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This girl looks like Dorit. Natalia Kordienka looks like Dorit. And there's like dancing ice cream cones. It is very K-pop. What is? Yeah, actually, now that you you say that, yeah. The like, dude, I don't know what instrument that is. I think it's just like a synth sample. That is very K-pop. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm thinking that something's like, how you like it? And then, you know, this guy is hot too. No, he's ugly is what I said earlier. Oh, him? Yeah. He has that classic um, sharp face. Yeah, he does have a sharp face. Oh my God, that's so scary when she rips his face off and it's cake. I don't hate it though. I appreciate that she seems like a bit of a fag hag. Oh my God, yeah. Like, you know there was a gay guy behind all of this. The rainbow cake, especially. Oh yeah. It was like Erica Jane's gaze being like, gassing her up. Uh, The worst decisions, like the worst decisions are like, oh yes, mama. (laughs) The Moldovan gaze. That was Moldova. How many views did that have? 1.6 million. There's not too much of a range here in terms of popularity on YouTube. Yeah, I'm getting a, a, a trend that, except for Switzerland, the ballots are not doing so great. Right. And no, actually, I guess France did pretty well too, so never mind. And then we have a twist. This next one, Serbia, has mm. 8.4 million views. It's one of the most viewed. That is crazy. There are three, actually, I'll just say them now. There are three that actually have a lot of momentum Mm -hmm. on YouTube, and they're Russian women, which we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. Almost 10 million views for Russia's entry. That's crazy. That's the the one with the most views out of all of them? Yeah. A Russian woman can, I believe is how it goes. I didn't even think it was that, like, when we talked about that song, it didn't really seem like it would stand out that much. Like, it didn't give me that much. I wonder if it's, like, Russians watching it on repeat. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they're patriotic. Maybe it's like a Russian like content farms, just like yeah. Or that, yeah, definitely yeah. bots. They're famous yeah. for bots. <laughs> We've gone full conspiracy theory. Um, and then in second place of all the YouTube videos for this year is this one, Hurricane, a song called Loco Loco for Serbia. Eight point four million views. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Honestly, yeah. Loco Loco, Serbia, serving Serbia. And by the way, third place with 5.8 million is Jumakas by Destiny of Malta, who we remember for calling the Lizzo print yeah. on the last episode. Yeah. But we did kind of say that she was one of the highlights of that group. Definitely, yeah. Like, so commercial, so 
yeah. winnable, you know. She could t- def- yeah. definitely take it all. And she's going to have a good performance too, I feel like. Totally, yeah. so are these women. But for Hurricane, for Serbia, it's a little mixed Hurricane? group, basically. It's a girl group. Yeah, with bigger boobs. They are, okay, this is ages, but they're a bit aged. Little mix. Like, little mix in their 40s. Oh, you think they're in their 40s? They look a bit in their 40s, yeah. I mean, not, not, not that there's anything wrong with that at all. <laughs> of course not. I love people in their 40s, but um, <laughs> I was just a bit thrown, like, a little confused by that. I didn't notice. To me, everyone looks the same age now. <laughs> like, with that makeup on, I just, um... Yeah, It looks the true. same. And they do all have, like, the same Dorit plastic surgery, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a bop, but it's a mess, ultimately. It's a bop, but it's a mess, yeah. These queens better tear up during the performance. I do see it having a bright future in Eurovision. I hope it does well, because I kind of like their vibes. In the Eurovision pantheon. <laughs> I was telling Josh earlier, I texted saying that they look like a Clock Destroyers a bit. The Clock Destroyers, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just because they have massive boobs. Let's end on a high note. That's it. There are some other kind of male ballads that um, are like predicted to do relatively well, but you know we're like out of the top 10 now, so whatever. But granted, it doesn't really matter because... Essentially, this group will have it easier in terms of making it to the final. Group two? It seems, yeah. Oh, why? Because I feel like from at least the, the one website that I was looking at, a lot of the high ones were from group one. Oh, the highly ranked ones, predicted. Yeah, the highly like predicted to do well or like whatever. That's the thing. Like We liked so many from group one, but if they're all competing against each other, then exactly, yeah. some of the best ones are going to... It's a bit unfair. Drop, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to end up with, like, Victoria growing up is getting old, which, like, no one is thinking about. Yeah. And she's not going to win. She's going. She's like, I, that performance is going to be so boring. Yeah, definitely. Whatever. Brackets are like that, period. Brackets always yeah. have some unfairness built in. Yeah, I guess it works for some, like, to someone's advantage, like Victoria. <laughs> I can't believe I'm, like, singling her out. So I think that's it. I think that's it for Eurovision. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what that was like. Who knows what'll happen in mid-May? Juan, any last words for the listener? Uh, not really. <laughs> cool. So that's all little singles. <laughs> famous podcast about pop music opinions. And boy, did we have opinions. Um, I can't wait for Eurovision to be here. Over. And furthermore, done. <laughs> We tried to be inclusive of our friends across the pond, and we love you, but I think we're just not, we're not made for Eurovision. We're just not, maybe we're just not tapped into it as much. And I also do think the fun of it is the night. It's like the actual nights of of the performances, not so much the like lead up to it. The lead up to it is just, yeah, no one in their right mind would go through all 40 songs. (laughs) Um, If anything, it's like... If I was from Malta, I would pay attention to the nominees or whatever, right? Right, yeah. The the entries before the final mm-hmm. one gets picked. But yeah, uh, anyway, listener, we'll see you around. We'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll see you soon. With some American music for once. Some good old-fashioned <laughs> North American music. Trump made some points. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to seal off that wall and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, we love you. Bye, listener. Thanks for listening. Au revoir. Bye.